Charlie Crockett. I'm just a clown. You're listening to The Crush 95.9 and 95.5. Well, oh, if you hear that sound in the background, it is the highlight of my week. <laughs> that means it is Wine Wednesday, and that means Ziggy the Wine Gal is here in person, and she's got stuff. I have a lot of stuff. <laughs> and, you know, as fun as it is to hear that cocktail shake, because we are shaking up cocktails today. I'm I'm remiss in in the corkscrew this morning. <clears throat> oh, I know I should fire myself. Although I'm sure that I have a bunch back in my office, but I can I'm not go walking dig, back. I there. can go digging around in a minute once you start talking and see if there's anything in the in the kitchen. I, oh my goodness! I'm glad I I um, kind of slid in under the rug this morning yes. before rain started again. I still have a lot of friends without power. A Many. lot of friends without power, and. Um, and my daughter lives in Bali, and Ooh. she was texting me in the middle of the night because the time difference, you know. Right. So when of is course, it I'm there? I'm always reminding her about the time difference, but no <laughs> matter. Anyway, so she's like, Mom, how did everything go with the storm? And I go, it was awful. Mm-hmm. It was like full-on like hur- hurricane force winds, like, yep. you know, trees down in Zigtown. We lost power, but for 15 hours only, about wow. almost 16 hours. But <clears throat> that's a lot, actually. Well, and when you live in the country, you know, yes. everything's on the well and right. there's no gas, water, and so. heat. You know, like I've been saying, like if you know folks, especially well, we, live alone, go check on them. Yeah, yeah, and well, you know, we have um, like a wood stove, a Vermont Castings wood mm. stove, and then we have a fireplace. So that that is our heat. Right, so right. we're good there. Good, but you know, I've I've. <laughs> I've come to to find out the last couple of times we've we've lost power this year, and even though I've lived there for a very long time, I'll just use that top of that Vermont casting stove, and I can you know heat things up, put put pots of kettles of water there, and so on. Kind of like camping. Yeah, it's very much camping. like I'm not I'm not a big camper myself. I like to joke <clears throat> and say Jews don't camp, but um. <laughs> oh, now that's not so. Um, anyway, welcome to Wine Wednesday. It's officially Wine Wednesday, and I'm your host, Ziggy the Wine Gal. Thank you for tuning in. Our sponsors for Wine Wednesday, Oliver's Markets, with four fabulous locations. There really is nobody that supports local like Oliver's Markets. And I don't know if you've noticed, Mindy, but at the bottom of your receipt when you shop at Oliver's, it tells you how much money you just spent on local ingredients. Oh, I never noticed that. <clears throat> local Actually, grocery items, whatever I they are. I love that. Oliver's was here yesterday talking about you know the Spread the Love campaign, trying to raise money for the food bank. Right. Um, so I just love everything that they do everything. For, for local, everything. They're like the, the gold star. They have sponsored Wine Wednesday for 29 years now. So super grateful for Oliver's and to Willoughby's Wine and Spirits. They have two locations. Their original location is in downtown Petaluma. And then they have Santa Rosa location, which is really fun to go hang out at happy hour. Mm. Um, really, really cool. And it's like a half a block away from the new Towns restaurant. Right. I'm just going to give that a little plug. Yes. Because I went in there like sight unseen and right. had the most delicious lunch with my girlfriend the other day. Oh. Best salad I think I've had in an I don't know how long, like a, at least a year, except for the ones that we make in Zigtown because we grow oil and greens. But right. um, <clears throat> unbelievable salad. And whoever says that about <laughs> such salad. a California girl, like, <laughs> right. the salad was the so salad. good. I know. Well, I was going to say, you know, every time, literally every time I hear that commercial, I think I need to go have their Benedict. You know, like he gets yeah, me with they that. Do, they do get you going on. And they have bottomless mimosas on Ooh. Sunday. I'm like, you don't want to say that to me because I'll drink all <laughs> y'all under the table on Sunday. <laughs> like, 
to most people, that's going to be okay. Zig actually has no bottom. It just keeps going. <laughs> it just keeps going. <laughs> just keeps going. Um, well, the exciting thing today, besides our cocktail of the week feature has returned in February. Um, I always kind of try and hold off on that in January. Although last week, I kind of cheated a little bit because it was storming so badly uh, last Wednesday. I really wanted to talk about the classic hot toddy, which is one of the easiest cocktails in the world to make. Um, and so I talked about that last Wednesday, so I kind of snuck it in under the wire. But today, the Cocktail of the Week features back, and of course, our Wine of the Week. But really cool, we have a giveaway this morning. I have a pair of weekend passes to Anderson Valley's White Wine event. Uh, you can get your winter whites on Saturday and Sunday, February 17th and 18th. And I'm going to mention sparkling wine, too, because Anderson Valley is not only known for their aromatic white wines, but for their incredible sparkling wines. My favorite. Handley Winery, which is one of my all-time favorites in the Valley, and we'll talk about Handley in a minute. Um, Milla Handley started making sparkling wine. She was like the OG you know, in the Anderson Valley making sparkling wine way back in the day before it became like a hipster thing. Right. Of course, you have Roterer, you have Scharfenberger, their Brut Rosé. Oh, my gosh. It is so unbelievable. Before my daughter went back home after the holidays, we went up to Anderson Valley and hung out at Scharfenberger for the day and had their Brut Rosé, and it was so scrumptious and delicious. I mean, all their bubbles are scrumptious mm -hmm. and delicious. Uh, but the opportunity for you to go for the entire weekend, uh, and maybe you just want to go Saturday only, maybe you just want to go sun Sunday only, but the passes I'm giving away are for the whole weekend, which is super cool. And it does not take long to get up there. Right. From Healdsburg, it takes me like an hour to get, get right locked down into, you know, Anderson Valley. Super easy. Um, so... This is happening that whole weekend. You can go to uh, AndersonValleyWines.com uh, if you want more information. I think if uh, if you want to look up, you know, the participating wineries because they have several participating wineries. And way back in the in the Wayback Machine, this event used to be called the All Sauce Festival. Um, All so sauce? I've been going to this Ooh. festival for I guess I don't know probably close to fifteen years when they first started it. And they called it that because of all the aromatic white wines that they're growing in the Anderson Valley are reminiscent of uh, the Alsace region. Oh. So, um, but anyway, they've since, you know, kind of uh, turned turn the corner on the naming of it and call it the Winter White Wine Festival to include sparklings, of course. So right. stay tuned because you'll have your chance to win a pair of tickets. But more importantly, make sure that you're actually able to go before you call to win. That's <laughs> it's right. It's February 17th <laughs> and 18th over the holiday weekend. Um, and without further ado, I know you're you're just like salivating looking at I am. All, all these, these cocktail things. things. Hey, can I ask you a quick question for sure. the uninitiated? What is the difference between Prosecco uh -huh. and sparkling wine? Is that just from a certain region? Okay, that is an excellent question. Thanks. And I know that you are new here to The Crush. I talk about Prosecco oh. a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so Prosecco comes from a special region in Italy. And yes, it is a sparkling wine. As a matter of fact, champagne only comes from the Champagne region of France. So if I'm talking about Scharfenberger Brut Rosé, like I just was a few minutes ago, right. that is a sparkling wine that is not a champagne. Right. That I knew, but I wasn't <laughs> sure okay. about Prosecco. And Cava Ooh. is a sparkling wine from Spain. Ah. Okay. So all, you know, all wines can be sparkling, but only one can be champagne. Only one can be, you know, Prosecco. Now, right. Prosecco has a couple of uh, divided areas in the region, in the Veneto region. So uh, you have like Conigliano Valdobbiadene, which is one of my 
favorite, 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 favorite areas for Prosecco. Um, and it's they are a UNESCO heritage site. Um, it is absolutely stunningly beautiful. And Cuniliano is one town. Valdobbiadene is another town. But together they have created their own <clears throat> A uh, very, very unique area for growing grapes. And then there's also Oslo, uh, which is another region just outside of Canigliano and Valdobbiadene mm. in that same area that also grows some lovely, lovely Proseccos. Um, and then, you know, you, you do have a lot of generic Proseccos. Um, and I say that with love. Right. They are not <laughs> quite up to... Um, quite up to Zig style, as a Canigliano Valdebiadene Prosecco would be. Um, it's kind of like, I. it's like, I don't know if I should say, but it is like the Champagne region of Prosecco. I mean, it. all of the Proseccos that they're doing there are very high-end, and also in Oslo as well. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very beautiful high-end Proseccos, um, you know, limited production, a lot of them. Uh, so anyway, um, yes, Prosecco only comes from Italy, gotcha. so you can't have a Prosecco from Chile. Right. You cannot. Got right? It. Prosecco's Italian. Yeah, I, I feel a field trip coming on. Just saying. I really, <laughs> like, I'm a visual person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hear you on that. I spend my, my year traveling everywhere so that yes. I can see and discover and taste. Yes. Um, so great question on Prosecco. And we'll talk about Cava's at some point. Um, I just did a lovely trip to that region in Spain about seven months ago. Um, and there are some beautiful sparklings coming from there as well. So this is, I, I love to talk about these regions only because next time you're at a restaurant and you look at the wine list, you're seeing more and more now Prosecco Corneliano Valdebiadene as a, you know, DOCG, as a recognized region if they're pouring it by the glass. Or you might see it on the wine list by the bottle as opposed to just a generic Prosecco. Okay. Great Are info. We Thank now? you. We're good. I'm up to speed on Prosecco. I'm glad I had a little bit of coffee before I came in. I didn't know it was going to be quiz time. <laughs> um, anyway, so like I mentioned last week, I talked about the classic toddy, which is so delicious. And it is citrus season right now. And as you see, I have three beautiful Meyer lemons from my tree in Zigtown. Um, we grow some beautiful citrus there. And all citrus is happening right now, but especially the Meyer lemons. So the, the cocktail I'm going to talk about today is the Meyer Lemon Drop. And, you know, there's no need to reinvent the wheel on this beauty of a cocktail. And it is the only time I will drink vodka. <laughs> I'm just, that's my outside voice. <laughs> uh, but vodka makes perfect sense um, in this cocktail. Uh, although, you know, Bloody Marys, there, there's that. But I, I am putting gin in my Bloody Marys these days. So um, I digress. Anyway. So what's interesting about the Meyer lemon, I don't know if you know this, but go ahead and I'm going to hand you one of these lemons and I'm going to okay. have you do a little okay. experiment. So take your thumb and rub it pretty hardly on the outside of the skin and now smell the skin right where you rubbed it. Very aromatic. The mm. Meyer lemon is almost perfumey, the aromatics, right? So fragrant. Really, really beautiful. Much more aromatic than a Eureka lemon. And that's the common lemon that we see uh-huh. in the stores quite often. Um, and so then much you're, more pale, too. The a color. little bit, a little bit. Yeah, the color is definitely a little different than the Eureka lemon. Um, and it's less acidic. So when you think of the tartness, if you were to cut a Eureka lemon in half and, you know, squeeze that and drink that juice, it is like super duper tart. Not quite so much with the Meyer lemon. So while this does have lovely acidity, it's not as, you know, brash as the Eureka lemon. So with this cocktail of the week, the Meyer lemon drop, also very easy to make. And there's really only three ingredients. But 
we're going to kind of upscale it a little bit because, well, we can. So <clears throat> the, the cocktail calls for fresh Meyer lemon juice um, from two Meyer lemons um, and, of course, quality vodka. And I have the Griffo vodka, as you see here. This is locally made in Petaluma. <clears throat> uh, the Griffos are super fun people, and this is super fun vodka. If, if I was ever to describe <laughs> vodka like that, this would be that. Um, and then I have this lovely treat from Spain. We were just talking about Spain. The Magdala. Now, this is an orange liqueur. So this is what I use for all of my cocktails that ask for uh, an orange liqueur. So I'm not using Cointreau or Grand Meunier or Triple Sec, God forbid. I'm using the <laughs> Magdala. Um, and it's now nationally distributed. So oh. you can find it. And it is not expensive. The bottle is super beautiful. But the cool thing about the Magdala is that it's distilled from grapes. Okay, the Torres family makes this distillate. And it's infused with oranges and honey, and it is so, so delicious. It gives you kind of a flavor of, of the Mediterranean with that essence of orange in it. So <clears throat> this is what I use when I am, you know. Ooh, that, I that love was a good sound. That's a real uh, sound. <laughs> so just so that you understand what I'm talking about, I'm giving you a little taste oh. here of this orange liqueur, and you'll see by the flavor and the aroma profile how it's really going to up your cocktail game by using this as opposed to a triple sec. Oh, wow. Uh, so very strong right. orange flavor. Yeah, Yummy. really, really, really pretty. So what you're going to need, again, is um, now if you don't have uh, this and you don't want it to be quite as boozy of a cocktail, you can certainly make a Meyer lemon simple syrup, which is so easy to do. Three ingredients. You get your sugar, your water, your Meyer lemon peels. Um, but, you know, I like things a little bit boozy, I, you know, <laughs> not going to lie. I do drink for a living. Um, but this just adds such an, another dimension, having this beautiful orange liqueur in it. So what you're first going to do is you're going to get out your cocktail glass that you're going to use for this type of cocktail. And this type of cocktail requires like a martini-shaped glass or a old-fashioned coupe. Mm -hmm. You're going to, you know, take your uh, a slice of the Meyer lemon, rub it around the rim of the glass, and then you're going to dip it into um, a beautiful dip that you can easily make with sugar and Meyer lemon zest. So take your Meyer lemon, zest it, add it to the sugar, toss it about, and then that's what you're going to use to rim your glass. Ooh. Once you've done that, set your glass aside. And then in your cocktail shaker, <clears throat> you're going to add your uh, Meyer lemon simple syrup or your Magdala, your orange liqueur. Uh, and then you're going to add the juice of two lemons and two ounces of Griffo vodka. So really simple recipe. Two ounces of Griffo vodka, one ounce of orange liqueur, or one ounce of Meyer lemon simple syrup, and then the juice of two Meyer lemons. That's it. That's all you need. And then a measure of ice. So I put the measure of ice in there, and that's basically, you know, like just a good solid handful right, right. of ice. Right? So close that up nice and tight. And what you want to do is you want to get this so that it's very, very frothy, frothy, frothy cold. And then, important to note, you're going to want to strain that into your cocktail glass that you've already prepared ahead of time, right? So, um, and I say strain it because you use the fresh Meyer lemon juice. You want to have the cocktail look pristine. and You don't want pulp in there. I mean, you know. I might be a pulpy gal, <laughs> but you should strain it before you put it in. Uh, and if you like your, your cocktail stronger, use less juice. I love to use the juice of two Meyer lemons because you see the size of these. They're not too terribly huge. No, they're not. 
Um, and then, um, anyway, so it's a beautiful drink, and this is the perfect time to embrace the Meyer Lemon Drop because it is citrus season. And uh, there is and it's our a classic. Capital. It is a classic, I think. Um, all right, so moving right along, grabbing now the corkscrew. <clears throat> we are going to take a little trip to the Anderson Valley, like I talked about in the beginning of the show. We have two tickets uh, uh, to give away, weekend passes, to the Anderson Valley White Wine, the Winter White Wine event happening February 17th and 18th. So stay tuned on how to win those. And I would be remiss if I did not feature a wine of the week from the Anderson Valley, of course. And it has to be an aromatic white. And it is absolutely, absolutely one of my favorite, favorite white wines. And it is the 22 Vintage Handley Cellars Pinot Gris from Anderson Valley. Now, here is a little question for you. What is the difference between Pinot Grigio and Pinot Gris? You just took my question. I was going to say, <laughs> is that Pinot Grigio? Because I've never heard that. And so Pinot Grigio I... is what it's called in Italy. Oh. <clears throat> Pinot Gris. I mean, you can call it that anywhere really right. I mean because we I have a lot of friends that have vineyards that are growing it and those they call it Pinot Grigio and the other people Pinot Gris but anyways um, it is basically the same grape good to know uh, yes and a very aromatic so Hanley did uh, a, a blend of Pinot Gris grapes from Anderson Valley 76% of this Pinot Gris in the in this particular wine came from the Helleva vineyard <clears throat> and Helleva is one of those super famous vineyards. They grow great Pinot Noir in the Anderson Valley. And 24% of it comes from the Romani Vineyard. Maybe that's a little TMI, but I get geeky like that. <laughs> we like that. Um, but just stunning, stunning aromas of passion fruit, um, mixed citrus. I got some Meyer lemon blossoms on the aroma and some sweet herbs, like a little bit of tarragon. Um, those all that lured me to flavors of juicy, juicy stone fruits like nectarine, apricot, white peaches, some guava, some fujoa, um, and a little bit of lemongrass. Um, this is just deliciously complex. Um, and I don't know a lot of people out there that sit there and talk about a Pinot Grigio or a Pinot Gris that's deliciously complex. I'm here to tell you this <laughs> is like the OG of complex for Pinot Gris in the Anderson Valley. I love it, love it, love it. Um, and it is certified Yumalicious. <laughs> Has that stamp of Yumalicious approval. I love that. And even better, it comes in at a great low alcohol, 12.6% alcohol, which means that you can have two or three glasses without worrying about doing a face plant in your pasta. Right. Uh, you know, I like these lower ABV wines. I do. It is. It's um, nice. You can drink more if you want, or, you know, it's not about getting drunk it's about, no, enjoying, it's about enjoying it and this it. is a food wine mm -hmm. it's also a, a lovely rainy day have a book by the fireplace and just a couple glasses of hanley pinot gris wine the best <laughs> <laughs> well i love anderson valley i've been in love with anderson valley for uh decades and decades and i'm so super excited to be going to this uh winter white wine festival saturday and sunday february 17th 17th, easy for me to say. All right, put down the Meyer Lemon Drop, Zig. <laughs> uh, February 17th and 18th, so that's next weekend. Uh, you get to choose the wineries that you want to go to for each day. They have a lot of participating wineries to choose from, um, and it is a lot of fun. And next Saturday, Saturday the 17th, uh, at the Disco in Philo, there's going to be a special champagne event. Oh. So I'm going to go to that, too. So I'm going to the Winter White Wine Festival, and then I'm going to head over to the Disco in Boonville. 
and which is my favorite little wine shop and uh, and drink champagne. So it's going to be a very full weekend. Very full weekend. So uh, here is the question. If you would like to win a pair of tickets, you have to know the name of our wine of the week. Vintage and name of the wine of the week. And uh, be set to go on February 17th and 18th to the Anderson Valley White Wine Event. I cannot wait. 707-588-9999. And we'll take the first caller with the correct answer to win a pair of tickets at 707-588-9999. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. Always a pleasure. See you next week. Yes, cheers.